Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of Condos with Conway. I want to apologize for the way I sound. My allergies have been acting up, but we're just going to power through and get through this together as a family. We can do it. Anyways, like I said in my last episode, this episode is going to be how I got to be here at Mississippi State University, uh, what life is like, different things that I do, what my major is, a lot of kind of more specific things about my life, specifically uh, college and university. After some wonderful constructive criticism from my parents, thank you, mom and dad. This episode is definitely not going to bounce around that much and be as wild and as chaotic as the first episode was. And future episodes will definitely look like this. And I make fun of my parents, but I am definitely open to constructive criticism and different tips and insights or advice or whatever you guys want to see. Don't be afraid to reach out to me and just give me advice. Just please be nice about it. I, I have a fragile heart. I can only handle so much. So please. Please be nice about it. Please. Anyways, so let's get started. Um, first, we're going to talk about how I got here to Mississippi State University. Uh, then we're going to jump into what my major looks like. And we're also going to talk about my job, what I do to work to make money and be able to afford my rent in my apartment. And also some of my favorite things about Mississippi State University and the Starkville area and what I love about it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy getting to know a little bit more about me and we're just gonna go ahead and get started so um like i said originally i am from georgia a town called valdosta georgia it's in the southern part of the state pretty much close to florida about like 45 minute drive when i was a junior in high school my dad got a job offer to work for cook foods in morton mississippi which is in scott county kind of in the middle of the state of mississippi and so me, my mom, and my dad, we originally moved out there. Both my sisters had already graduated high school at that point and were in college, so they were pretty much on their own. I still had two years left, so I moved out there with them to start high school. Uh, due to some, quote, unforeseen circumstances, end quote, my parents decided it would have been best for me to move back to Georgia to go to a different county and to live with uh, some family members and go to school there. That's a whole other story. not going to get into all those details. Uh, my senior year of high school, my mom moved back and we got a house in Nashville, Georgia, in Bering County. That's where I graduated high school from. And when it got to be about my senior year, you know, you get you get to that point where everyone's just like, man, colleges, got to start applying, got to send an SAT scores, got to do this, do this, do this. Um, piece of advice to people who are probably seniors out there right now, um, don't take your SAT October of your senior year. September of your, I took it September. Don't wait to take your SAT September of your senior year. Take it in your junior year. Be smart. Don't do what I did. Please don't do what I did. That is a great way to be driving the struggle bus. So SATs were out of the way. Everything is ready set to go. And I was sitting down and I was like, okay, where do I want to go? Now, back then, young little Conway, poor, innocent little Conway, thought that he wanted to do agribusiness, which is nothing wrong with agribusiness. I did FFA in high school and agriculture is definitely my passion and I love it. I have a huge, huge heart for FFA and agriculture and all things farming. And I'm a huge supporter for ag literacy 
there will definitely be an episode about Agler and seeing what that means to me. Actually, no, well, that's political. Not going to get into that. Skirt, skirt. Anyways, um, I am definitely, like, I support agriculture. So, my senior year of high school, I was like, I'm going to do something in agriculture. Where do I want to go? I knew where I didn't want to go. I did not want to go to UGA. Nothing against UGA, but I knew that once I graduated high school, my parents were going to be moved. My mom was going to be moving back to Mississippi. And so both my parents were going to be in Mississippi. Both my sisters would have been staying in Georgia. Um, but I just didn't want to go to UGA because it just didn't, I didn't feel like I fit there. Like I've, I never officially toured it, but I've been out there before and I've heard different stories and I kind of thought about it and I was like, you know, UGA is not for me. So I was sitting down there and I was thinking, I was like, man, where can I go? Where can I go? I don't know where to go. And then my dad called and he was like, Hey, I know you're struggling to figure out where you want to go to school and everything like that. How about Mississippi State University? And at first I went, why? I didn't, my parents told me that I could go anywhere that I wanted to. They would prefer me to stay in the South and not go too far North. And so I was thinking like, man, where could I go? And he said Mississippi State University and they didn't even pop up on my radar. Like I was like, where is that even at? Like what city is that even located in? Is it even a real school? Hind- hindsight 2020, I love this school. Spoiler alert, this is my favorite place in the entire world. I'm super glad I got to go here. But however, poor innocent little Conway didn't know what he was talking about. So before y'all go spitting out hate, just know I was stupid. So I got the phone with my dad, looked at Mississippi State University, looked into their ag program, phenomenal off the charts ag school, looked into it and I was like, you know what, what's the harm? The more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what, that's perfect. I'll be close to my parents. I'll be right there with them. Everything will be great. I'll be in the same state. I can go see them whenever I want to. And like the only problem is like, I'd be leaving my friends, my sisters back in Georgia, but it's okay. Can I still be able to see them? Not like I want to see them at all. So Mississippi State was the only school that I applied to. Did not have a safety net. Just shot out the cannon, got accepted. There was also another reason that I applied to Mississippi State University. And that is because they have a great opportunity their veteran center, the GV Sonny Montgomery Veteran Center Center for America's Vets, they have this great, great incentive for out-of-state students whose parents served in the armed forces. My dad served in the Marines back in the 90s. I don't know the exact number of years, but I'm sure I could ask him. Uh, but he served in the Marines, and because he served in the Marines, I was eligible to receive an out-of-state student tuition waiver. Sorry, I'm getting a Snapchat. I was able to receive an out-of-state student tuition waiver, which waived the difference between in-state and out-of-state tuition. So that extra money that out-of-state students have to pay, it's covered. And not just for the first four years, for however long I choose to stay at Mississippi State University, that covers that difference. So I was like, how could I not go to this school? Like God straight up spoke to me and he was like, homeboy, go this is where you need to go and so i went and here i am two years later yeah i'm a sophomore almost two years i don't know i can't do math this is why i'm not a math major 
So that's how I got here. This is my only shot. It's a great place. I absolutely love it here. I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. And I, oh, I love this school so much. Speaking of major, funny story. In that, I said I wanted to be an agribusiness major. And if you remember in my last episode, I said that I am human development and family science. I know what you're thinking. Conway, that's not agribusiness. And you're right. I changed it. Before I go into this, I got a little spiel. Number one, young college kids right now, speaking to my best friend, speaking to other people who are not freshmen of college that probably listen to this, don't be afraid to change your major. You got the time. Don't do it later in your don't don't do it later in your college years. Don't like try your best not to. I know some people who did that and they were here they're here for another like two years. I had a girl in one of my classes last year who was a senior, spring semester of her senior year, decided to change her major. So like, don't be afraid, but now is the time. Try to try to figure out what major you want to do before the end of your second year, because your first two years is all core classes anyway. So just try to figure that out. But that's besides the point. That's a little bit of my sage, old man wisdom for all of you. So, I bet you're probably wondering, hey, how did you get to be human development and family science? Well, for my future career, I feel that the Lord has called me to go into youth ministry. I want to be a youth pastor, uh, whether that's in a church or wherever, if that's at like serving at a camp or serving in a church somewhere in the United States, maybe even going overseas, doing whatever. I want to be a youth pastor. I know I want to work with youth. I want to work with teens. I feel that that is where the Lord has called me to go. So, at first, I was agribusiness, and I thought that's what I wanted to do. Stuck with agribusiness. Then, about April of my senior year, I was I got super into my economics class, and I was like, you know what, agribusiness does focus on economics, but it's just ag economics. I want to study it all, so I switched to economics, and then switched back to agribusiness about two months later. Before this is all before I even got to before I even got to Starkville before I even got moved into my dorm or even started college or anything, I had already changed twice. <laughs> so, started agribusiness, switched to economics, switched back to agribusiness, started school, got going. When I got a little bit ways into school, I was like, you know, I was I sat down and I was thinking about it. And like, I really gave it a lot of thought, like, but if you want to change your major, definitely give it a lot of thought before you jump into anything. I gave it so much thought and I was like, I don't know if I can imagine myself doing that for the rest of my life. Because what I wanted to do is I wanted to go into ag policy. I was agribusiness with an ag policy and law concentration. So I was going to go into ag policy, could be a politician on Capitol Hill. For you guys who know me, you're like, Conway, you are not a politician. And you're right. I would make a crappy politician. I'm not even going to talk about politics in this podcast. So it makes me think that I can go on Capitol Hill and write bills. <laughs> nope. So I realized that that isn't what I wanted to do. And I was like, I still want to do ag. So I went to uh, Ms. Kathy Hallberg. She's student support services undergraduate coordinator for the School of Human Sciences. That's the department that the agribusiness school was under. And so after I talked to her, I originally wanted to talk to her about getting an agriculture education degree because I thought I still wanted to do something with ag. And so I was like, can you tell me a little bit about the ag education program? Just tell me what all, like, tell me what all entails. Tell me you think I'm a good fit for it. 
and she talked to me like we talked about it. she was like you know Conway, i think you're a good fit for all of it but from what she told me you want to do what it sounds like is a really good major for you is human development and family science with a concentration in youth development and so she said that and i felt a little part of me kind of like you know like twist a little bit like you know you know when you get that heart feeling that's like like not a heart attack but kind of like a heart attack where something's just telling you like hey 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 the the, the, the smacking on the back of your head I didn't pay attention to it at first so I was like I'll give it some thought but I went ahead and did the process and switched to agricultural education and so did that <laughs> two weeks later I was back in her office and I was like Miss Alberg I gave it some thought I want to switch to human development and family science with youth development so after one, two, after about five unsuccessful majors, I finally found the one and I stuck with it. And here I am now sticking with it. I'm super glad. I love my major. Uh, what it is, is it looks at, it looks at people. It's uh, interdisciplinary study, I guess, where it looks at humans across all different domains. It's, it's a bio, bio, psycho, socio, the biological, psychological, and sociological science. Like it looks at all those different things. Um, really looks at, my major specifically focuses on youth, which is kids age, I believe it is 10 to 18 is the answer that we focus on. And it looks at how they develop across the, the, the five domains, biological, cognitive, emotional, social, and psychological. Wait, physical, physical, biological, I don't remember. Different domains. I can't remember. I, I should probably know that because I have a test in that coming up next Wednesday. So I should definitely know that. Um, but that's pretty much what it is. It's a great track for what I want to do to be a youth pastor. So that's how I found this major. It's kind of obscure, kind of out of the blue. Definitely different than what I thought I wanted to do. But the Lord works in mysterious ways. Peter was a fisherman and he called him to be a disciple. Paul killed Christians. He called them Saul killed Christians. And then he turned to Paul and became one of the greatest theologians of that time period that we still talk about today. So, like, it'll buff. So, that's just a little bit more about my major. Uh, if you want to get to know more about it, hit me up and I'll tell you all about it. It's definitely a great major. I recommend 10 out of 10. Now, you're probably wondering, Conway. You are a man of great taste and dignity and culture. You eat at Chick-fil-A at least 10 times a month. It's not good for your heart, but how do you afford all that? Well, I will gladly tell you, I have been blessed yet again with a wonderful, wonderful job. I I am a student worker in the Office of Research and in the Vice President's Office of of Research. I cannot talk today. Vice President's Office of Research and Economic Development in Lee Hall on Mississippi State University's campus. Now, what the office does, they're in charge of research in different departments across the university and across campus that do research, that are involved in all types of research and different things like that. What I do is I'm basically, I'm essentially a general office staff. To put it loosely, I log mail, I deliver mail, I run errands, I help set up for events, I help tear down for events, I help do different things like that. It's really great. It's a really, really wonderful job. I love it. It's so great. Uh, I think what makes it 
so great is the people that I work with. Uh, Carmen is my supervisor. I also work with Lynn, Elizabeth, and Dr. Katie Eccles, and uh, Brandy Agers, and Bailey Anderson, and Janice Venture, and Lynn Wyman, as well as Dr. Teresa Gamble, Dr. Alan Paris, Dr. Jim Martin, uh, Dr. Julie Jordan is on the interim VP. Uh, they are all wonderful. One time, miss anybody? Dr. Devin Brenner. I forgot about Dr. Brenner. Dr. Devin Brenner. Uh, I think there's everyone. There's a lot of people that work in the office. If I miss somebody, uh, I apologize. And just correct me, and I'll be sure to shout you out in the next one. Um, but they are like, they are salt of the earth. They are like some of the greatest people that I've ever worked with. They are, well, I've only ever had two jobs. I already worked in movie theater, and I had this job. Um, but like, these guys are amazingly great. One of the great things about this job is that they put student before workers. Like they understand that like I'm here not for a job but to get an education. So they're like, hey, your education and your personal life comes before this job. Like this job does not weigh you down. This job is here to help support you through your education. And it's great and I love it. It's just a great dynamic and atmosphere. And I know I said it's great and I love it so much, but it's great and I love it so much. <laughs> Uh, I got it because I was looking I was looking at potential jobs because I knew that I wanted to live off campus so I needed to have money to get an apartment and so I went to my advisor and I was I asked hey is there any do you know are there are any openings in the school of human sciences for like a student worker position if there are I'd be happy to interview and he emailed me back and he was like no I don't know if anything opening up in our department what I'm going to do is I'll pass your resume around to different departments and different offices and someone will get back to you I originally had I had two job offers, one for this job and one for working in like the extension service office, not working for an extension agency, but like working in I think it was like their head like their main office, if that's what you want to call it. I don't quite remember, it was like a year ago. No, but I had an interview with them. Um, I interviewed with them, didn't pan out, and then went and interviewed for this job and they were like, Hey, what I offer to you I started January, this January actually, of this year, 2019, and I love it, and it's so great, and they're so wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite things about being a student here at Mississippi State. Um, speaking of wonderful things, the last topic, my favorite things about Mississippi State and Starkville. First, hands down, one of my favorite things is just the traditions and the history behind Mississippi State University. This place is so rich and deep in history. There's so much that you can like see this university. There's so much that the university has to be proud of. And it's like amazing that not that many people know about it because there's this university is just so crazy how much history how much history history that there is within it itself. I mean Things from the cowbell. Uh, I know. I know half the people out there are like, oh, Mississippi State. They have the cowbell. I will fight you. Okay. It definitely looked. It from the outside looking in, it looks different from the inside looking out. You don't know what you're missing out on. Uh, just the cowbell. Just the history behind campus itself, and like the mascot. The, like we went through so. You guys know we went through so many different mascots. Like we did not start out as the Bulldogs. Pretty sure we started out, we were called the Maroons or the Aggies or something like that. And then we eventually transitioned into the great Bulldogs that we are today. Uh, Bully, he's my man. I was going to try out to actually be the mascot for this year. Because I was like, no, I'd have to give up my job. But maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get to put on that Bulldog head. 
standing Davis Wade and Scott Field and being an idiot, not from a computer, but on television. The dream. What a glorious dream. But that's one of my favorite things about MSU. Another one of my things, it's just actually about MSU. This is about Starkville. But I found it through MSU is the church that I go to. I attend Cross Point Church here in Starkville. And oh man, I love this church so much. It's so great. It's just a great community of like people. There's definitely a lot of college, there's definitely a lot of college kids that go there because we live in a college town. But just the community of people that live here in Starkville and just like interacting with them and just getting to meet them through church and getting to grow with them in Christ and grow as the body of Christ. It's so great. And these guys are so amazing. The staff is so amazing. Scott Kaplan, he's a head pastor. He's stand-up dude. Absolutely love him. Kelly Wheat, he's the college minister and disciple pastor. So great. Uh, Tyson Cunningham, he's the worship director. He is the voice of an angel. Mallory Lambright, she's the children's writer. She does an amazing work. Um, she's probably gonna kill me. I don't remember our youth pastor's name, and I'm wrecking my head, and I don't want to try and guess it and be wrong. So I'm just gonna say I don't remember her name, but she's amazing. I just talked to her on Sunday too about working at Dean. Now this is not good. <laughs> ah. um, but they're all they're all amazing. They all work so very hard uh, in this church, and they just. Every, and like everybody's so great and everybody's so sober-minded and just has their hearts open for Christ and it's so great and I one of my favorite things about Starkville is just this church and being able to be a part of it and be plugged in and be a part of this family it's it's amazing uh, last thing one of my favorite things about Mississippi State University the people one thing you gotta know this place is called the People's University for a reason it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from what your background is you come here and we're essentially a family like everybody i've met here has been extremely nice even if i don't know them personally they could be like really really bad people i don't know about it but like everyone here is just like so friendly and so welcoming and so opening to everybody and it's so amazing and they're all so supportive like all the friends i made all the people that i've met like y'all like y'all people outside of Mississippi y'all hate on this state because let me tell you something it's like from from the outside looking in it definitely looks a lot rough what you don't understand is that this is a hospitality state for a reason everybody here is so so friendly and so kind complete strangers talk to me in Walmart people I've never even met before and probably will never ever see again in my entire life talk to me in Walmart say hey how you doing and it's just so it's so refreshing to just like you look out into the world and you just see all this darkness and all this hatred like on the news and everything all this hatred that you see and all these people just bashing on each other and politics and the democrats and the republicans just bickering back and forth with each other blah, blah, blah. it's just it makes you lose faith in humanity but then i go out here to mississippi state and starkville and i see these people and none of that matters I mean, yeah, there are definitely times where it gets a little rough, but I mean, everybody has rough days and everybody's perfect, but like, you have a rough day, a week goes by, it's over and done with, and everybody's so friendly, and it's just nice to know that there's still hope that there are nice people there, that there are nice people anywhere you can go, and you just gotta find them, 
and they may be in the most unexpected place that you would ever find them, such as the state of Mississippi and Mississippi State University in Starkville. So, on that lovely positive note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, I apologize for my voice. I'm a little stuffed up, trying to deal with some allergy things right now. Uh, excuse me, as I say that, I so you my allergies. So, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, check it back in next week for the next episode. And like always, hate's gonna hate, play's gonna play, ball's gonna ball.